But aware of the hazards of self-identification with the subject of my biography, I do not pursue that further. Taking charge of a hospital ship is not in my sights. What remains is a clear appreciation of her steadfast faith in Winston's destiny, a faith which, crucially, she passed on to him. Jenny Jerome, an American beauty, infused the Marlborough dynasty with vigour, courage and colour. A woman who embraced life with a passion. She was an outsider, an original, who did not live by the dusty old rules of the English aristocracy. She had, according to her son Winston, not blood, but the wine of life coursing through her veins. A diamond star flashed in her hair, matching the sparkle everyone reported in her dark eyes. She was tempestuous and quick-tempered. That sudden rage without heat that never offends was how one nephew put it. Another described her as inflammable. How Churchillian, the nieces and nephews took to remarking on occasions of outlandish daring in the twentieth-century family. Yet in saying this, they were referring not to John Churchill, the first Duke of Marlborough, a brilliant strategist in battle and a clever tactician in domestic politics, nor to his descendants who lived in the fabulous Blenheim Palace, given by a grateful nation to the Marlboroughs following the battle of the same name in 1704 during the War of the Spanish Succession. It was Jenny, always at the centre of a throng, never alone, her warmth radiating through the room as all eyes turned to admire, they had in mind. For the most beguiling Churchill of them all was not born a Churchill. Jenny was an explosive personality who fell passionately and instantly in love with the second son of a duke, and never looked back. For a short while, Jenny and Randolph became the most brilliant and extravagant couple that ever advanced on London. How that daring love fared in the course of a turbulent twenty-year marriage, and how it was transmitted to her elder son, is, to an extent, the subject of this book. The cult of Winston Churchill, the greatest Briton, the determined bulldog who saved the Western world from domination by Hitler, has never been stronger. Yet Winston himself, it has been said, had few Churchillian qualities, as, and I quote, the Churchills were a dreadful family. According to this admittedly partisan view expressed by his cousin, Charlie Londonderry, Winston's genius and vitality were both inherited directly through the female line. The former from his grandmother, a vain tempest, who became Duchess of Marlborough. The latter from his American mother, a Jerome. It is the women in the Churchill family, from Sarah, the first Duchess onwards, who were the prudent housekeepers, showing the clear-eyed determination of the convert to maintain a warrior dynasty into which they had married. Among Churchill men, the most forceful was the original Sir Winston Churchill of Dorset, who died in 1688. His survival depended upon that quality. As royalists during the Civil War, he and his family were forced to endure harsh times, before the restoration of the monarchy and of their own fortunes. Churchill men have often been loathed, perhaps none more virulently than Winston's own father, Randolph, who prompted the vitriolic effluvium attributed to Gladstone. There never was a Churchill from John of Marlborough down that had either morals or principles. At the same time, the Anglo-American special relationship arguably created by the later Winston, has also never been more in evidence than it is today, in the early years of the 21st century. If one had to pick a single achievement that altered the course of world history, it would be Churchill's success in ensuring American involvement in the Second World War. The response, therefore, cherchez la femme.
From Jenny, his mother, Winston learnt enough new world charm and polish to soften the rougher Churchillian edges, since a very decided brusquerie of manner is an inseparable accident of the ducal house of Churchill. And when Jenny displayed some daring originality or eccentricity, the relations would comment, How very American! How very Jerome! And so this book is about Jenny Jerome, who carved out a niche for herself in history and deserves to be remembered as much more than the American mother of a future British Prime Minister or the wife of a would-be Prime Minister. She was ambitious, politically, in the days before women had the vote and before wives of politicians were considered an electoral asset. Jenny all but won the seat by campaigning for her husband and promoting his interests. But she was constantly in demand in her own right, long after the political platform bestrode by her husband had been removed.